and welcome to the Royal Tribe Church podcast. We are a church poised with the vision of enabling individuals to discover their identity in Christ through sound biblical teaching. The sermon you're about to listen to is part of a sermon series titled The Holy Spirit and I by Uche Ojuku. John 16:13 says, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Be blessed as you listen. You know, um, one thing that we discussed, uh, it's it, it, even throughout the, the, the few weeks, especially even in the early part of, of this series, it's that, you know, under the new covenant, uh, under the new covenant that we currently are in, every child of God has the spirit of God. Once you give your life to Christ, the Spirit of God begins to reside inside of your own spirit. The Spirit of God begins to lead you because you are a child of God. You know, once you are born again, the Spirit of God is in your spirit. First um, Corinthians chapter 12 verse 3 says that, um, Therefore I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, God, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So when you give your life to Christ and you say, I want to, I, I receive you as my Lord and Savior and Jesus, you are now Lord of all my life. Nobody can say that except by the Holy Spirit. So the fact that you've said that, it means that is the Holy Spirit that has uh, convicted you and has moved you in your spirit to make such a proclamation and make such a claim. So this is actually proof that every single person who is born again is, has the Holy Spirit inside of them. So what then is the, is, the, is the baptism of the Holy Spirit? You know, uh, you, we've probably had this a number of times where people say, you know, be, be the inf- infilling, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit or the infilling of the Holy Spirit or the baptism of the Holy Spirit that produces uh, an overflow to, to speaking in tongues. What then is it? If I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and the Holy Spirit resides in me, is that then the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Is that then the infilling of the Holy Spirit? These are more what we want, we want to look at today Um, but the one thing that I just want to say the Bible specifically mentioned is that there is a different experience that every child of God needs to have you know and that that different experience to being born again is called the feeling of the infilling of the Holy Spirit you see when you're born again the Holy Spirit comes and he resides inside of you you know and you taste of the Holy Spirit because you feel him leading you but that doesn't mean that you are filled up with him that doesn't mean that you are filled up with his presence that doesn't mean you are filled up with his anointing you know the fact that you drink a cup of water means that you have water inside of you but it doesn't mean that your entire being is filled up with that water there are two different experiences you have the first experience is being spirit born when the Holy Spirit comes convicts you and you receive your you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The second experience you ought to have after of that is the infilling of the Holy Spirit. That's the second experience. The born again Christian can be filled with the same spirit that he already has inside of him. And I'm talking being filled, not just the Holy Spirit convicting you or the Holy Spirit making you say that Jesus is Lord. I'm talking about just being completely consumed and filled up like you will fill a cup to overflowing you just fill your spirit up with the holy spirit when that when that person is then filled 
to with the Holy Spirit to overflowing. What then comes out as an effect to that overflowing of that feeling of the Holy Spirit is what we refer to as tongues. That is when you then begin to speak in tongues. It's an effect of that infilling of the Holy Spirit. This is this is this is this is the experience that they had in Acts chapter 2. You know, being bound of the Spirit and being filled with the Spirit are two different experiences. And let's look at scripture because one time Jesus was sitting by the well and he saw a woman there and he told the woman, oh, I want some water. And you know, the woman was a bit confused because the woman looked at Jesus and the woman said, but you have nothing to, to take out of the well. You have no, you have no cup. You have no bowl. You have nothing to take water out of the well. What do you mean you need water? And this is what the Bible said that Jesus said to her. John chapter three, verse 13. Jesus says, anyone who drinks of this water will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink of the water that I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Giving them eternal life. Jesus was talking about the infilling of the Holy Spirit that gives eternal life. The conviction of the Holy Spirit that gives eternal life. That is when the Spirit comes to make you born again. Jesus was not talking about the, uh, the, 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 the infilling of the Holy Spirit at this point. He's talking about the spring of water. When the Holy Spirit comes and convicts you and you give your life to Christ, that's what Jesus was referring to here. You know, it clearly shows here that Jesus was talking about the spring of water that gives you eternal life. The Holy Spirit that makes you born again. But then if we look in John chapter 7, there's a different experience that Jesus talks about. John chapter 7 verse 38 and 39, it says here that on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and he cried out and he said, If anyone thirsts, let him come and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart shall flow rivers of living water. Rivers of living water. Verse, verse 39 says, but this he spoke concerning the spirit. This is telling us that he was talking about the spirit. He spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. He's talking about rivers of living water. He said, um, he said that out of his heart shall flow rivers. Now that's the infilling of the Holy Spirit. When the, when, the, when, when, when the Lord, when the Father pours the Holy Spirit and fills you up to the point where there's now an overflow. This is not just a spring of living water. That's what makes you born again. But you can't stop at that. You need a lot more. You need to be filled up with Him. When you're filled up with Him, there's an overflow. What happens as the effect of the overflow? You begin to speak in tongues. That comes as an effect. Your mouth becomes open and what comes out of your mouth is what we refer to as tongues. Glory be to God. So it's, it is actually essential that we understand the two different experiences. Because I have heard some people say that once you give your life to Christ, you've received the Holy Spirit and that's it. That's as much infilling that you can ever have. But that's not correct because there are two different experiences. I've also heard a few people who are actually say, I've heard a few people who say that, oh, um, those who cannot speak in tongues do not have the Holy Spirit in them. But that's not true. Because nobody can say Jesus is Lord except by the Spirit. Once you give your life to Christ, you are born of the Spirit. He's the one that conducted, according to Romans chapter 8, the Holy Spirit conducted our adoption from 
um, from, from the earthly life into the heavenly realm. The Holy Spirit conducted that adoption. The Bible said we were adopted. Therefore, we now call God Abba Father. He now becomes our Father because we're adopted into this spirit life. So the Holy Spirit resides in everybody that is born again. But the question is, do you are you filled with Him? Do you have that infilling? You know, that boss that, 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 that creates an overflow. Because once you once once the feeling in you creates an overflow, you bust out in tongues. That's the infilling that that we that we ought to have. That's the infilling that causes the speaking in tongues. The fact that you've had one drink, the fact maybe that you've that you've had one cup of water, like I said, inside of you, doesn't mean that you're filled with water. But we need to be filled. Oh, how we as Christians need to be filled. Oh, how we as Christians need to be filled. Oh, how we as Christians need to be filled. It's essential to our Christian journey. It's, a, it's essential to this Christian life. You need the Holy Spirit's infilling. We all need the Holy Spirit's infilling inside of us. Why? Because when the Holy Spirit resides inside of you, there's a burst. There's a burst of, of, of just joy. There's a burst of peace. There's a refreshing inside of your soul. There's a refreshing inside of your spirit. And you go around and you speak in tongues and you know that those tongues come from inside of you. Those tongues come from inside of you. It's a flow that comes from your innermost being. You know that it's a flow that comes from your innermost being. It's a flow that comes from your innermost being. You're not speaking it out of your mind. Your mind has to be silent because your mind does not even understand what you're saying. But oh, your spirit is joyous. Your spirit is peaceful. Your spirit is excited. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It comes from that innermost being. Glory to God. God. So right now, I just want us to look, what then is the benefits of speaking in tongues? If the Holy Spirit, if we if we actually receive that infilling of the Holy Spirit and begin to speak into, why should I want to speak in tongues? What are the benefits of speaking in tongues? Why should I want the infilling of the Holy Spirit that makes me speak in tongues? Why should I want that gift of speaking in tongues? What are the benefits to me? What are the benefits to my Christian life? One of them, it's direct communication with the Father. The Bible says direct communication with the Father. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2, it says, For he who speaks in, a to in tongues does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he is speaking mysteries. No one understands him, but it um, in, in, but in, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. The Bible says that he's, we're speaking directly to God. We're not speaking to men, but we're speaking to God. You know, when you, I, I love this because when you speak in tongues, you can't run out of things to say. I don't know about you, but sometimes when I'm praying in English, after 15 minutes, honestly speaking, I don't know what to say anymore. You know, when I'm speaking in my understanding, I run out of words. Are you like that as well? When you're speaking in your understanding, in your mother tongue, or whatever that is, you run out of words to say. But guess what? When you're speaking in the Spirit, when you're speaking in tongues, you never run out of things to say. You're just communing with the Father. You can commune with the Father for 10 minutes, for 30 minutes, for an hour, for two hours, for five hours. You just never run out of things to say. You're just talking to Him. You know, prayer is just fellowship and talking to God. And that's what we can do with this. Just communicating with Him. That's the benefit of it. We communicate with the Father without you know, ever running out of anything to say. 
That's one of the benefits of speaking in tongues. Communicating with the Father without running out of things to say. Just talking with Him. Just fellowshipping with Him. What a joy it is to talk to our Father on a daily basis, on a continual basis. You know, speaking in tongues enables us to speak to God directly without running out of things to say. Secondly, what is the benefit of speaking in tongues? Praying, speaking in tongues is praying according to the will of God. Praying according to the will of God. This is what it says in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 11. It says, no one can know a person's thoughts except the person's own spirit. Therefore, no one can know the the thoughts of God except God's own spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit knows the thoughts of God better than you do. The Holy Spirit knows the thoughts of God better than I do. Now, when we open up our mouths and begin to speak in tongues, the Bible says that we know not how to pray as we ought to. Why? Because the Holy Spirit helps our weaknesses. He helps our infirmities. He helps our weaknesses. For we know not how to pray. Ladies and gentlemen, no matter how well you think you know how to pray, it's not well enough. You may think to yourself, but I pray 12 hours, 24 hours a day. You, in your own understanding, you really don't know how to pray. So the Holy Spirit has to come to help us pray. How does he help us pray? When we speak in tongues, he takes those tongues and he turns it into the will of God. He turns it, why? Because he knows what the will of God is. He knows what the will of God is. So he takes it and he turns it into the will of God. So you may be praying for admission that God, please, in your understanding, you may be saying, Lord, I want uh, an admission to study law. Lord, I want an admission to study law. But maybe that's not God's perfect will for your life. So what do you do when you're praying like that? After you finish praying in your understanding, what can you do? You can turn it and pray in tongues. And then you start speaking in tongues. And what does the Holy Spirit then do when you say that? He takes those tongues and maybe God's perfect will for you is to study economics. And when you speak in tongues, he takes those tongues and he translates it into economics. And he takes it to the father and said, my daughter wants to study economics. That's how he takes your tongues and turns it into the will of God. So the honest truth is you can never pray amiss when you're praying in tongues. You can never go against the will of God when you are praying in tongues. But if you're praying in your understanding, it is possible for you to pray a prayer that is outside of God's will. The Bible says in the scripture that I read previously that we speak mysteries. God understands all things. We're speaking mysteries to our own mind. We're speaking mysteries to the, to the, to the, to the sphere of, of this earth. But what we're speaking understanding to God, we're speaking His will. The Holy Spirit takes those tongues that we speak and He turns it into His will. That's the benefit of speaking in tongues. He turns whatever we, whatever we pray in tongues is according to the will of God. Whatever we pray in tongues is according to the will of And the Holy Spirit uses that to help us because on our own, we know not how to pray. On our own, we know not how to pray. And that's even a third point even. Because the Holy Spirit, the one of the benefits is the Holy Spirit actually helps us pray. He helps us pray. He helps us pray. He helps us pray. Glory to God. In your language, you may pray for one thing, that is not in accordance to the will of God. When you turn it into tongues, it turns you, 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 the Holy Spirit just takes those tongues and interprets it to the Father in accordance to His will. Because the Holy Spirit knows what the will of the Father is. Glory to God. 
You know, this is why I just, I, I know this is why Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 15, he said, what am I going to do? I will pray in my spirit and I'll pray in my understanding also. I will sing in my spirit and I will sing with my understanding also. Why? Because he knew that anytime he prayed in the spirit, what was happening? He was praying in accordance to the will of God. So you wake up every morning and you speak in tongues. Why? Because whatever you're saying is definitely in accordance to the will of God for your life. God, maybe God might want you to have a divine favor that day. God might want you to meet somebody that will be a destiny connector that day and you speak in tongues when you speak in tongues you're speaking those mysteries you're speaking them into being you're speaking mysteries into being you're speaking mysteries into your life that's how you act when you speak the word of God you're bringing God's will down here on earth this is the benefit of speaking in tongues this is what speaking in tongues does to you Fourthly, what are the benefits of speaking in tongues? It is to edify and strengthen your inner man. To edify and strengthen your inner man. This is what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 4. It says, he who speaks in tongues edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. Another translation says, he who speaks in tongues strengthens himself. He who speaks in tongues strengthens himself. You're edifying your inner man. When you just wake up in the morning, you're just walking all around or you're kneeling down on your bed or whatever posture you may be taking and you're just speaking those things in tongues, you're strengthening yourself. You're strengthening your inner man. You're strengthening your inner being. You're strengthening your, your, your spirit man. You know, you're strengthening your spirit man. Have you ever felt confused in your life? Have you ever felt depressed? Have you ever felt just anxious, just anxiety? Just speak, speak those mysteries of tongues. Speak in the Holy Spirit, pray in the Holy Spirit and you would realize that the joy of the Lord will just begin to arise. Why? Because when you speak in tongues, you're speaking from something inside of you. He says it's an overflow. He said your belly shall, it's like rivers of living water. It shall overflow from the inner man of your belly, from inside of you. From inside of you, we will flow. From inside of you, we will flow. You're strengthening, you're edifying yourself. You're, you're, you're connecting your spirit man to the Holy Spirit. You see, you're more sensitive to the Holy Spirit when you just speak in tongues. Why? Because your mind is quiet. When you're speaking in tongues, because your mind cannot understand, it has to shut itself up. So you start speaking in tongues and what are you doing when you're speaking in tongues? You're connecting your spirit man to the Holy Spirit. So sometimes when, you know, now this, this is some meat for some people, but sometimes as you just continually speak in tongues, continually speak in tongues, next thing you bust, bust out in prophecy. You start prophesying, prophesying over your life, prophesying over your family, prophesying over your business, prophesying over people around you. Has that ever happened to you before? When you're just speaking in tongues for a lengthy point of time and suddenly you just realize that scriptures are busting out of you, prophecies busting out of you. It's because your spirit man has been connected, has, has, has interacted with the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit, the things he has deposited inside of you, they begin to burst forth. <laughs> what a joy. Look, this is an exciting gift. If we would just learn to put speaking in tongues into our daily lives, we would see results beyond our imagination. Glory to God. We would see results beyond our imagination. We would see results beyond our imagination. Look, you can quote me anywhere. Speaking in tongues is the best antidote for depression ever seen, ever created. Quote me anywhere. Speaking in tongues is the greatest antidote to anxiety that is ever known to man. This thing can change your mind and change your inner man beyond what you can ever imagine. 
I'm talking not just based on the word of God, but I'm talking because I've seen it in my life as well. I've seen it in my life as well. I've seen me change me the way I, I, I react to situations, the way I think about situations, the way I handle situations, the peace that resides inside of me, even in a chaotic world, even when everything around me is going chaotic, when the speaking in tongues just keeps me calm. Glory to God. How then can we receive this Holy Spirit? If this Holy Spirit is so joyous to have, if, if how, how then can we receive the baptism? Sorry. How then can we start speaking in tongues? Maybe you, you, you're born again Christian. Meaning that you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, but you want an infilling. You want an infilling and you're wondering, how can I get it? How can I get it? If you're, if you're that <laughs> agitated, then I'm excited for you because it means the desire is there. And that's one of the ways you can get it. You need to have that desire. What are the things you need to have? You need to have that desire. But before you have that, if you're listening to me, you're not born again, you can't have that infilling because that's the first thing. You must be born again. You must be born again. You must be born again. The Bible says nobody can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So for the Holy Spirit to even come and reside inside of you, firstly, you must say Jesus is Lord. You must be born again. If you're not born again, we're going to say the salvation prayer shortly. And I want you to say that prayer from the depth of your heart. Even as the Holy Spirit begins to reside inside of you. And He will fill you because we're talking about this today. He will fill you so much to overflowing that right now as you're watching me, <laughs> your mouth shall burst forth. Your mouth shall burst forth with an overflowing. Glory to God. Secondly, you need to have that desire, like I said. Firstly, you must be born again. Secondly, you must have the desire. You must have the desire. Holy Spirit, I want more of you. Holy Spirit, I want all of you. Holy Spirit, I want that infilling. Holy Spirit, I want you to baptize me. Baptize me. Fill me up. I want the infilling of the Holy Spirit inside of me. I want the infilling of the Holy Spirit inside of me. You need to be fired up that way. Show the desire that you want it. Show the desire that you want that gift. Tell the Holy Spirit, fill me up to overflow. Fill me up to overflowing. Let it come from my inner being. I want that flow that comes from the belly. I want the rivers of the living water that come from my inner belly so that I shall burst forth with speaking in tongues. That's the desire. And you fully surrender to him. And he takes the control of your entire being. He takes control of your entire being. And he begins to fill you up with his entire, his entire self. Glory to God. You must have that desire. Thirdly, you can receive him through the laying of hands. And we see this a lot in the Bible. Uh, Acts chapter 8, we see verse 17, where the Bible says, He laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Acts 19, Paul laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Acts in chapter 9 as well, we see Ananias who went and laid his hands uh, upon, upon, upon Paul and, and Paul began and was filled with the Holy Spirit. So it can happen with the laying of hands. It can also happen with a laying of hands. And fourthly, you have to believe. If you don't believe that you can speak in tongues, you can't have it. If you don't believe that the Holy Spirit can baptize you, how can you have it? You must believe. The foundation to receiving anything from God is believing. You've got to believe because that's the foundation. And once you believe in your heart, then you realize a change that the Holy Spirit will just completely revamp and change you. That's what we're going to see here. But you know what? God is so willing to baptize you that right now, wherever you are, you can be baptized. But if you let, just before we go into that, 
If you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I just want you right now to connect your heart with mine and just say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come before you today as a sinner in need of a Savior. I confess my sins unto you. I ask that you shall come and wash me with your precious blood. Come and dwell in my heart and make me whole again. I believe in my heart that you died for me. And on the third day, you rose again. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. Come and rule over my life. Holy Spirit, come and rule over my entire being. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now that's the first step and I just, I'm just excited for you if you've said that prayer with us. Uh, remember you can connect with us. Uh, te text us uh, on, that, on that number, call us on that number, send us an email uh, on the email address. We're excited, we want to hear from you. But an exciting part as well is the infilling. If you're born again and you want the infilling of the Holy Spirit, guess what? The Holy Spirit can, can actually fill you up right now how connected you are to him in the spirit how connected you are right now if you're listening to me with a passion and a desire in your heart and you really want the holy spirit to just fill you right now i just want you to just lift up your hands and just say from the bottom of your heart holy spirit fill me see it right now from the bottom of your heart holy spirit just fill me holy spirit fill me up holy spirit fill me up i want the rivers i want i want to receive i want i want you to fill me up i want i want the rivers of living water i want it to come from my inner being i want it to come from my inner being as you begin to say that right now as that begins to rise up inside of you i just want you to open your mouth and speak up and just speak as the words come out whatever may come up out of your mouth i just want you to open up and speak it you don't create the words you don't form the words, but you don't speak them up as they come out from your inner being. Repratos tahibra katosh taharu sa trempas kutahibra hatosku. Yebraharus tahitraharu sa kapandus tahibra do. Yebrandus taharus kapraharus tahi ratrohindas katrahege ke prakatus kastaru kapraharu kati. Right now, just begin to speak those words that come out of your being. Glory to God. You can do that every day. Glory to God. Yes, glory to God. If that's just come out inside of you, just begin to speak it. Even when you're alive, when you're at work, when you're driving, you can still be speaking it. You just talk to the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited for every single person under the sound of my voice right now. Whom the Holy Spirit is just, who has just filled up. Whom the Holy Spirit has just filled up. Yes, glory be unto your holy name, our God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus, for the testimonies abounding. Thank you, Jesus, for the testimonies abounding. I see someone who is watching this right now. You're listening to this under the sound of my voice. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop praying. Just keep praying. Don't stop praying. Just keep praying. The Holy Spirit is, 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 is picking up something from your inner being, inner being right now. It's coming up right now. Don't stop. It's coming up right now. Don't stop. It's coming up right now. Glory be to your holy name, Father. Glory be to your holy name. Yes. Thank you for listening to the Royal Tribe Church Podcast. If you'd like to share how you've been blessed, you can get in touch with us by sending an email to contact at royaltribechurch.org or if you'd like to know more about us, you can visit our website at royaltribechurch.org. 
remember to follow us on social media. That's Royal Tribe Church on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks again for joining us.